Hey, y'all, this is Jacob Burson of the Love Period Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, we're going to do these kind of in-between episodes as often as we can just to have something uh, for us to, a way for us to, to kind of talk about the news of what's going on at Orphanade Liberia and Live 2540, which we're going to have an episode coming up here soon to talk about what Live 2540 is for us. And for me, um, these little episodes just kind of give me an opportunity. I pastor a couple of churches and this gives me an opportunity to what I didn't say on Sunday in the message. You know, you Monday morning quarterback yourself all the time. Let's say well, like when you leave a conversation and you think of something that you should have said, but you didn't say it in the conversation. Yeah. So that that thing kind of happens to, uh, uh, <laughs> to pastors too on a uh, Monday morning. You think about Sunday. Now, the difference is on Sunday, I know that God is, is you know, I pray for, I pray to God to give me the words to communicate the message so, so that it, it, it is, it is absorbed by people that they can hear it. So if I don't say something on Sunday, then I look at it as God say, God kind of stepping in and realizing that I didn't need to say what I was going to say. So this, maybe this is, uh, sometimes I need to make sure that I don't say, um, the non value life providing things. Uh, in a post Sunday type message, you know, a lot of times in the preacher world, we say we take our. You can say this in any kind of life; doesn't matter what you do for a living, for an occupation. You take your foot out of your mouth just long enough so that you can put your other foot in it. So just you gotta kind of got to be careful when uh, you want to start go adjusting um, something, the conversation that you had with somebody. But today, just really quick, I wanted to talk to you all about. Um, the storms that we're kind of all going through right now, all of us right now are collectively going through storms together with our racial uh, tension. Gosh, just the tension that's going on right now in our country and in the world. Um, understandable tension that's going on right now. COVID and the impacts that are going on in the world, the economic impact that it's having, um, the people who are getting sick and the people who are anti-mask and people who are pro-mask and people who are in between. There's just a lot of tension right now. And we're all going through that, that particular storm together. So those storms are storms that we're all going through together. And then there are billions of storms that each of us that individually that we're going through out there throughout the world. All of us are going through difficulties and trials in life that are unique to us. So collectively we're going through storms and individually we're going through our own storms in life. And so this message this week comes from Jesus calming the storm. It's a story that's in the gospels. And this one comes from Mark in the book of Mark in the Bible, in the new Testament, Mark chapter four, this story of, of Jesus calming the storm. So to kind of set the table, uh, Jesus and his crew, the disciples get in a, get in a boat and go out to sea, the sea of Galilee. They're going to go from one shore where they had been doing some mission work and they're going to travel across the sea to the other shore and continue the work, the kingdom work that Jesus has he and the disciples on. Now, the reason why they get in the boat, is because Jesus is exhausted. There are people all around him. If you think, and it's hard to think first century compared to 21st century, just a totally different era for millions of different reasons. 
But so Jesus had been performed, had been teaching, teaching these great parables, one of, just one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Jesus knew how to communicate a message to people that people could absorb it. He didn't complicate it. He, you know, I like to say Jesus took things off the top shelf, took the cookies off the top shelf, and he put them down on the bottom shelf so that people could understand. So that people could understand the message of God. And so that's what they were, you know, he'd just been, he'd just been teaching, spent a day of teaching. He was exhausted. You know, he was wore out. He was wore out from talking, communicating, performing miracles. So he gets, he gets in the, the best way to escape the crowd. You know, he doesn't have a, a chariot or a limousine to hop in and be rushed off to a place of respite to find some rest. So they get in this boat and they go out to sea. Now, when they're out at sea, they experience a storm. I mean, an extreme, terrifying storm. And the text tells us that the disciples in the boat were were terrified. They were scared to death in this storm. And Jesus, during the storm, is asleep on a cushion in the boat, kind of in the quarters of the boat, down in the hull. He's asleep on the cushion through this terrible storm on the boat. Now let's think about, let's talk about the disciples really quick. So four of these disciples were fishermen. They had experience on this water. They had experience on this water through storms. They had spent literally up to this point a lifetime navigating this water. Think deadliest catch type men. You know, those deadliest catch guys, you know, they, they respect the ocean in ways that a lot of us don't respect it, but they also don't show a lot of fear, even though they may be a little scared. So the disciples are those kind of grizzled salt of the earth guys, and they are terrified. They are scared to death in this storm. And there's a, there's a great, <laughs> there's just a, a great response. One of the disciples that goes down into the boat to wake Jesus up, and he says, Teacher, or do you not care that we are perishing up here? Basically goes to Jesus and says, Teacher, do you not care that we're all about to die out here? How can you sleep through this storm? And it's a legitimate question. I mean, it is a legitimate. I mean, I understand. I can put myself in that position. But the disciples, man, they were terrified. So they go to wake Jesus up in the middle of this storm. And he reveals a side of himself that they had never seen before. They had seen the miracles he had, he had performed, but they had never seen this side of Jesus before. Jesus just. He, he wakes up and he, he looks at the water and just says, peace, be still. And that's it. Storm's over. Waters are calm. Everything's all good. So the, the lightning that had been crashing is gone. The thunder that had been rolling, it's gone. The waves that had been breaking over the boat, they're gone. And you would think that the disciples were relieved. And maybe they were relieved, but they were also scared. The text tells us that their response was in great fear. They said, who is this guy that even the wind and the sea obey him? The translation of how scared they were, they were more scared of Jesus in that moment than they were of the storm that had just tried to kill them. Think about that. Think about how, how much time they had spent with Jesus up to this point. It's been a greater deal of time with him, with the teacher, seeing him perform miracles. And Jesus revealed to them a side of himself that they had never seen before. 
and it scared them. They were terrified of what Jesus had revealed. If you think about seeing that kind of power in someone, I get it. I mean, it is something, you know, it, it resonates. You know, you, I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you think, uh, you think the, if you've been in an old house and you think the house is haunted, and then uh, you think to yourself, you know, if I was in that house and a ghost revealed themselves, I would just say, hey, what's up, ghost? But then you're like in that house and maybe a door creaks just a little bit. And all of a sudden you're, you think you're in the presence of, of some kind of ghost and you're and the hair stands up on the back of your neck and you get terrified. Your heart starts beating. Yeah. It's all talk when you think you're ready to be, to see the power of God until you see it. Because we just can't comprehend that kind of power. That's where the disciples were. They couldn't comprehend it. It, it was just something incomprehensible to them. Jesus was asleep in the boat. We may ask us, how was he asleep? So one thing to remember, he was present in the storm with the disciples. He was there. Jesus was able to sleep because he had heavenly peace. He had a level of peace that we, can, we, that we strive after in this world. He had a level of peace that knew. He knew who God was. He knew he had his security in God. And he knew who he was. That kind of heavenly, faithful peace is what we are after. It's what the disciples didn't have yet. Jesus could have stayed on the other shore and waited for that storm to pass, but he didn't. All-knowing, all-powerful, Jesus took them into the storm. He could have waited for the storm to pass. You know, today when we hit the road and we put ways in our GPS, we put where we're going in the Weather Channel app and all our weather apps tell us of what kind of storms we're going to experience, weather that's along the way. Jesus had all of that with his all-knowing power, and yet he still, he still shipped off to take the trip. And it was intentional. Jesus took them through the storm to prepare them for what was on the other side, for the missions that they had ahead of them, to prepare them to be the world changers that they would become. They weren't ready yet. They needed to go through storms. And that's where a lot of us find ourselves today. We're going through storms, and it's not to say that our storms aren't difficult or aren't hard. They are. Your individual storm is hard. That test result from that doctor is hard. That job loss is hard. What we're going through together collectively as a country and as a world is hard. But to prepare us for what's on the other side of this storm, we got to remember that God is with us. And we got to lean into our faith in God and the creator of the universe, that he is here. He is present. There are still blessings around us. And while there, we still will have fear, and we will, we have to remember that God is with us. God never leaves us. God never forsakes us. God is with us. And on the other side of the storm, there is another mission that God has for us. But as we are today, right now, we are not ready. God is preparing us for what is on the other side. Now, storms do something else. Storms reveal what is below the surface. Storms reveal what's going on below the surface. Storms will reveal what's going on in our heart. Storms will bring up the truth of who we are. If you see a storm tear through a neighborhood, 
it'll sling clothes all over the place. It'll just tear up somebody's house. You know, you'll see debris trails. You know, a tornado comes to a neighborhood, you'll see debris trails all over the place. You know, stuff that people had hidden in their closets, under the beds. Storms reveal what's below the surface. Storms will expose where we are weak. Storms will expose where we need to seek God rather than seek our own opinions and our own ideas. Storms will push us to pursue the truth rather than pursue weak, weak, man-made, non-supportive, easily quick-to-crumble ideals and philosophies. I would say that we would probably all nod our heads a little bit if we have any kind of thought to what's going on in the world right now, that storms are revealing what's going on in a lot of people's hearts right now. But as us individually, we don't need to be pointing to the others. We need to be pointing to ourselves. What is the storms that I'm going through today revealing about me and what I need to take confidence in God and the faith to know that God is with me and to remember that while it's okay to have some kind of fear, that in the midst of that fear, to know that God is with us, that God is preparing us for the mission on the other side of this storm. So as they go through the storm, the story continues. They go off to the other shore across the Sea of Galilee, and they are met on that shore with a naked, demon-possessed man who is hollering at them, running towards their boat. (laughs) Think of the disciples and what they had just been through with Jesus, terrified and scared to death of him. Trying to process that as the sun rises, as the as the sun rises up over the horizon, day is breaking, they land on the shore, naked demon-possessed guy comes running at them. Think of where they were in the storm. Now this guy comes at them. Jesus basically just tells him to stop. And then he heals the demon-possessed guy. Now, we don't know how the folks in the boat would have been able to process that had they not been through the storm. Jesus knew that he needed to prepare them for the missions that they had coming ahead. So I would imagine for them, now while us, if I go down to, if I go to Kroger right now and I pull into the parking lot and a naked demon-possessed guy comes running at me, I'm going to be pretty scared. Um, I'm, I'm going to be a little concerned about the implications of what's about to happen. So Jesus had prepared them for what this mission that was ahead. Not only that, he was preparing them to be the world changers that they would become. Because we tend to think that once we have a place in our faith, that once we move in our faith, that everything is going to work out and be great forever and ever. We're not going to have any issues or problems. That God is always going to be with us, which means we're going to have great paycheck. We're going to have great, uh, our automobiles aren't going to break down. Our air conditioned units at our house aren't going to go bad. Trees aren't going to fall in our yard. Test results from doctors aren't going to be bad. But I think life has taught us that that's not true. Life has taught us that we are going to struggle, that we're going to have problems. Psalm 23 says, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It means that it's not if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It says when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So God's word, God's truth over and over says there's going to be issues and going to be problems. And that's where we 
That's where we, we got to have that confidence to know that while we may be afraid and while we may be scared, if the disciples couldn't avoid, avoid struggle, if you're thinking of varsity level Christians, who, who would be more varsity than the disciples? And what, how could I possibly more be more varsity than the disciples? And the disciples were the world changers. And not only that, they went from being terrified of the storm to dying, being martyrs for the faith eventually in their mission work, that they would do whatever it took to communicate the gospel to the world. Jesus was preparing them in the storms for the mission that he had for them down the road. That's what God is doing with us today. God is preparing us for the work that he has for us collectively together. We say that all the time at Orphan Aid Liberia, Live 2540. We are in this thing together. All of the work that we accomplish, we don't accomplish it without all of you guys, all of our supporters, everyone who is with us is how the work gets accomplished. The struggles that we're collectively going through, the storms that we go through, are preparing us for the work that he has for us, the kingdom work that he has for us on the other side of the storm and in the midst of the storm. In the middle of the storm, Jesus asked them, he's like, why are you so afraid? Have you no faith? Listen, we're going to be afraid. We got to remember to lean in on the strength and the providence of God and have faith that God is with us. I know that you're going to be, some of us are going through some difficult spots. Know that God is with you. Doesn't mean that it's, it's okay to have fear and have pain and have worry, but know that God is with you. If there's ever a struggle or a problem, you have us to reach out to. Send a note, send a message, gathering together, whether that be digitally or in person, regardless of the world situation where we find ourselves or where we find ourselves. This Orphanate Liberia, this Live 2540 family, extends beyond any borders and walls you could possibly draw up on a map. We are all participating in the work of God's kingdom collectively together. So whatever storm you find yourself in, have the faith to know that God is with you. That's all I got today. Hope y'all uh, hope y'all have a great week. Let us know if you have any guy if you need gosh if you need anything. Let us know. We'll be there for you. Big love. Godspeed. God bless. Y'all have a great week.